0: This podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. Are you still looking for gifts for the holiday? Maybe a hard-to-shop-for-parent or a significant other that you have no clue. Maybe you have pets or they have pets and you're like, pets are pets are good, but I don't know what to get. You could get Aura Frames. You take a million photos, let them sit on your phone, or what do you do with them? Well, you could put all of your photos... Onto an Aura Frame. Aura Frames were named the best digital picture frame by Wirecutter, The Strategist, and more. Every Aura Frame is thoughtfully designed to fit any decor style with a stunning HD, high-definition display, unlimited storage, it's super easy to set up and there's absolutely no fees. And I can tell you it's super easy to set up because I've set up a lot of digital things and they sent me one and I was actually shocked in how easy it was to set this up. I would I, I would be so confident that my mother, can't set up anything, she could set this up. Aura frames make an easy, meaningful holiday gift, especially for anyone who is hard to shop for. You can also preload your favorite photos onto the Aura frame and even a, you can preload a personalized video message too that all appears when they open the box. It's super effective listeners can save on the perfect gift this holiday season and get $30 off Aura's best selling frames. Just go to AuraFrames.com slash super. That is A-U-R-A frames.com slash S-U-P-E-R. These frames sell out every single December, so get yours now before they are all gone. Terms and conditions apply. what's up everyone welcome to the 542nd episode of the pokemon podcast there's too many of these we've been doing this too long hi i'm your host steve with me is bobby
1: hey what's going on so is this this is 542 of the regular ones right you yeah also all the mini series ones and everything else that isn't those, numbered
0: yeah those those don't count <laughs>
1: <laughs> got it
0: pa- padding that number up <laughs> Bobby with us today and we also have a new we're just December is full of new guests. We have Hannah here.
2: Hello. Happy to be here.
0: Some some people are like you didn't introduce Bob last week. Uh w- you know, some people don't <laughs> don't want that whole fanfare, but I think most people at least in our community or Slack community should know who Hannah
1: is at this point. Yeah, I would hope so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've been around I've been around for a while. I've been a listener for Probably almost 10 years and I uh, have been in the Slack for a while and I've done the daily goings podcast, not currently, but I did a Pokemon Go daily podcast for a time that I really enjoyed.
0: I remember. I also remember when we first met, you traded me a Tropius.
2: Yes, I did. My family went specifically. So the, the only, the one and only uh, international vacation my family has ever taken was to Spain. We went specifically to the southern tip of Spain just to catch Tropius.
1: <laughs> really?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. That was yep.
0: pretty fresh when when Tropius came out too. It was it wasn't yeah, like it he's was, been there now for like what, 2, 3 years, I think. B- b- uh, before well, COVID. Yeah, More before maybe Yeah, COVID. I was say. Yeah. Yeah, he's been, definitely He's been out for a while. Yep. <laughs> Okay, so we have uh, two things this show, although I'm sure we'll get sidetracked. Uh, there was a, a 1.1, 1.1.0 update for Scarlet and Violet. Almost said Sword and Shield. <laughs> and then there was uh, some misinformation around a quote, which I figured was going to happen when I saw it. So I, we have the actual quote. Uh, then I went to the LA Ultra Beast event, which Bobby said he was going to go to and he didn't go to. I did not say that at <laughs> all. <laughs> wow. And the, there's an $8 Keldio event coming, so perfect for this uh, episode because you both play pr- Go pretty heavily. So we'll talk about some Go, but people want to hear about Scarlet and Violet, so we're going to start with that. Uh, and uh, I just pulled the the notes here off NintendoLife.com. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet version 1.1.0 now available uh nintendo apologizes for performance bug issues oh, also i didn't put in the show notes but we could talk about charizard because when when you're not talking about charizard you
1: should be talking about charizard <laughs> always it's the only pokemon that deserves uh n- n- it's newsworthy every single day for the last 25 years
0: um so this update came in about 12 days uh from game release uh it did this is what this is what the show notes or the 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 update notes said they did. Uh, Season 1 of Ranked Battle will kick off, will allow you to enjoy ranked battles through the battle stadium. An issue has been fixed to cause music not to play correctly during the battle with the Elite Four and the top champion in the Victory Road path. And then other select bug fixes have been made. Um, So there was quite a few things that can be fixed. There was also another note we'll get to. Did we talk about on this show the RNG issue? I don't know if we... I don't think we did that last week. I
2: don't think so. No, I don't
0: think so. So, for those who don't play competitive, there was actually a really big issue with competitive. What would happen is that... how, How do I make this as simple as possible? All RNG has to span from some other source of RNG. So, the base source of RNG was always the same. So, what happened is when you did certain move combinations, they would always react the same way. So the biggest one and the one that people were abusing before VGC kicked off here a couple days ago was that if a Pokemon faked out, whatever Pokemon was next to it, no matter what move they used, whether it was 90% accurate or 50% accurate or 30% accurate, it would always be 100% accurate because the RNG was always the same. So you would see a Pokemon fake out and then the Pokemon next to it would use a move like Sheer Cold, which one-hit KOs no matter what, and it would always be 100% accurate. There was another RNG, not as that if if you were in the right side slot, so Pokemon comes on the left, Pokemon comes out on the right. If you were in the right side slot and you used a 90% accurate move, so like Heat Wave, it would always miss if you went first, because again the RNG was always set, so you right. could guarantee it every time. And I, again, I don't know if I said this last week or just in the various amount of streaming or po- other podcasts I've done is they would have had to do an update because there was no way Game Freak was going to allow season one competitive to have this broken RNG seed. All they said was, you know, season one of Ranked Battles kicked off. They didn't mention that they fixed this, although I'm not sure how many people... Bes- I'm not sure how many people are doing competitive since a lot of people are still playing for the
1: game. But anyways, anyways, it's all fixed. Well, did they ever acknowledge that it well, They never acknowledged it was broken, right? So yeah. <laughs> no reason to acknowledge that it's fixed.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. I heard about the Elite Four issue um, of the music not playing correctly. Uh, mm. And I heard the Elite Four music was really good. I'm not going to spoil or talk about the Elite Four. Uh, but I saved in front of the Elite Four to make sure that if the music was broken, I could... Just reboot my game to make sure it would kick in properly. Now, in this case, uh, while Game Freak, Pokemon Company, Nintendo didn't say anything about any issues for the 12 days things were broken, the person who wrote the Elite Four music on their Twitter, their Japanese um, composer... They apologized that it wasn't working. So we knew, we knew that it wasn't working 100% because the dude who wrote the song was like, oh, I'm so sorry you guys didn't hear my music, which is a huge bummer. Mm-hmm. That, that, that song is very good for the record. If I don't know if you guys got to the Elite Four, no spoilers, but that song is fantastic. I have not. Gotten there I have, yet, so.
2: but I was not paying close enough attention. I only heard about the bug after I had passed the Elite Four. <laughs> So, I didn't, I wasn't paying close enough attention Maybe to see if it was working because It was the
0: same four notes over and over. It <laughs> just blended in.
2: I probably would have noticed that. Okay.
0: Another thing I noticed, again, not in the patch notes, is that, uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, but when you got put to sleep in a battle, your Pokemon's eyes did not close.
1: Yeah, they yeah. really, uh, well, I wouldn't even say they buried the lead because they didn't mention it. That is the biggest update, absolutely. When I first played, we played the game and. You know sleep powder and I was like why are their eyes still open like that's real creepy because they could uh, close
2: when you were picnicking yes or they could, anytime yeah. they were out and they were going to sleep you could see that they could actually go to sleep and their eyes would close but not in battle
1: yeah so that oh, that, God, that, that. that
0: has been fixed uh, for the record gastrodon does not close their eyes they have three eyes I don't think gastrodon has eyelids so poor Gastrodon. <laughs> um. so that has been fixed. What was the other thing? Okay, there was a duplication bug
1: mm-hmm. that yeah.
0: has been fixed if you didn't duplicate your bike. Yeah. So I don't know the, the full details, but pretty much if you duplicated your bike, you can still duplicate items. If you never duplicated your bike, you cannot duplicate items anymore. I don't know That's if they'll weird fix a loophole. Yeah. I don't know if they'll they'll <laughs> fix that and I I don't do that kind of stuff. Look, look, you paid your $60. If you want to ride your bike up and down on Cinnabar Island and get missing, no to appear, by all means, do it. Go do that. Now I grew out of that phase, <laughs> <laughs> but hey, if you want to duplicate your items and you did that, I guess you can still do that. I'd be curious if they fixed that, but that was a, I, I'm just bringing it up because they did, you know, out of the the things they fixed in the last 12 days, that was a priority to them to. Make sure you could not duplicate your items
1: anymore.
2: Kind of worked. Kind of worked.
1: Was uh, there also a Pokemon duplication problem that they fixed as well? Or is that something different? Um,
0: that I'm not sure of. I've heard that you could duplicate Pokemon, but you could also do that in BDSP and they fixed that pretty quickly.
1: Got it. Mm-hmm. Got it. Um, yeah, I haven't tried any of that, so I have no idea. But
2: The bike thing was surprisingly easy to run into. I looked oh, really? up how people were doing it, and yeah, it it was something that if you were just sort of going along and catching Pokemon after getting to the point where you could get off the bike and mm-hmm. use it in battle, um, surprisingly easy to run into.
0: Yeah, it seemed <laughs> like if you were just pressing buttons really fast, you could accidentally do it. Yeah. <laughs> or if you're pressing really buttons really fast in Pokemon Go and you accidentally throw away 300 Ultra Balls. I Not that I may have accidentally did that yesterday. <laughs>
1: Uh, because you went, you hit left, right? You hit, I hit left, left, on
0: accident, yeah. and I thought I was on potions, because I was good. Yeah.
2: I did that with maybe 40 incense the day when all the golden poke stops came out. Oh, oh no. <laughs> it oh, was, I, think incense I didn't even notice it. Worse,
0: at least Ultra balls you can spin to get back. Yeah. <laughs> incense are at I, least
2: cheap, and I rarely used them, but it was not a fun moment to realize. Uh,
0: yeah. I need oh, those man, golden Stops to come back, because that's how I stocked up on the, the Ultra Balls. Uh, The other thing about this update was this quote that they said here. We are aware that players encounter issues that affect games performance. Our goal has always been to give players a positive experience with our games. We apologize for the inconvenience. We take feedback from players seriously, and we are working on improving. uh, We are working on improvements to the game. I don't know if there's any reading between the lines here, but it sounds like we're going to fix the frame
1: rate. Yeah. (laughs) Sounds like it, I, you know. Uh, it is, I guess. What does it make sense that that's coming from Nintendo and not from the Pokemon company? Like,
0: yes, I think that makes sense from Nintendo because Nintendo's the publisher. Okay, like, okay. like sure. I, I would, I would say in this, in the sake of, in the sense of Bayonetta, plat. I'm, I'm pretty sure Platinum published or Platinum developed Bayonetta, if I remember correctly. But Nintendo's the publisher, so I think most people just see you know unless you're listening to a video game podcast like this <laughs> you you would probably know that platinum is the publisher but if you're just walking in and you're like oh this is a nintendo game cuz nintendo's mm-hmm. logos on it you probably are like oh this is a nintendo game right
1: i i, I feel like it's different for pokemon yeah but, but i mean either way i'm glad we're getting someone saying something to us about it cuz no one has (laughs) it's like how can you i mean i get why they're not speaking about it why they weren't immediately saying anything but uh it's nice to have someone saying something so it feels like they are actually working on uh fixing it because we've seen too many times where pokemon has had bugs or issues and they're just like yeah yeah just just wait for the next game (laughs) the next game will be better so nice i think it's
0: really reassuring I mean, they they said that they got a lot of feedback. They said they apologized for the inconvenience. They specifically said we are aware of game games performance. We are working to improve the game. I I, I don't know if. Anyone listening thought like, "Oh, you just fixed the frame rate in two weeks. All right, good to go." Like it, it. I don't think I don't think there's a slider at Game Freak that's like set at like twenty two frames, and like Nintendo's like, "Hey, can you just slow, crank it up to like thirty, please?" Like, it <laughs> seems a bit of a more complicated issue, and they fix some issues, which is great. I think there's also I at least got this from you know streaming on Twitch. Where people are like, my game feels smoother. And other people are like, my game doesn't feel smoother. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, there are gaming outlets that are saying the same thing. Some people are saying their games feel smoother. Some people are not. I don't know if this is like a placebo or like, I don't know what's happening there. I I don't think it feels that much smoother, but I don't know.
1: (laughs) I'm in both camps, oddly enough, because when I play it on my TV, and I haven't done, I did the 720p thing before, but I have a 4K OLED TV. And so I was like, okay, I'm not, this is, I'm going to go back to just the 1080p or whether the automatic, whatever it is. Um, on my TV, it does not feel like it got any better. On the Switch OLED playing handheld, it does feel like it got smoother. So I'm not really <laughs> sure if, you know, it obviously did or didn't, but uh, I'm feeling two different ways about it. So I don't know, maybe people are also feeling that like some people are playing it on docked mode and it doesn't feel smoother some people aren't i don't know
2: i've been under the impression that uh it was more to do with the memory leak issue or potential issue that people are pretty sure about that when it updates and you actually have to fully close the game Uh. for it to update (laughs) that after that then it's gonna run smoother because you had Mm. to close the game
0: there you go i i could see that yeah, yep. I mean, there are still I've still talked to people that are like, my, they're like, my game has never crashed. And I was like, that my game's crashed like four or five times and I'm not doing anything. Yeah. Three of my crashes were just me like getting up, going to the bathroom, coming back down, like talking <laughs> with Twitch chat and then finally picking up my controller after 10 minutes and then opening the menu. And then the whole game crashes. Like I literally just opened the menu after 10 minutes of like standing there. So it's not that- like I'm you know, yeah. doing anything well,
1: that happened to me as well. Um, not streaming, but I was playing, I set my switch down to get something, get a drink, get food, something. I came back and tried to walk into a gym crashed. Like I just like wild. took three steps forward into the gym crash, like right after, you know, picking up the switch. And so I've had two crashes, two crashes. And I've only like 25 hours into the game. So
2: that's wild. Yeah. I've played maybe fifty five hours. I have not had it crash. Dang! I've run into a couple of bugs where I couldn't do anything and I had to restart. But I have not had it crash once.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> Lucky you.
2: <laughs> maybe maybe it's because I never step away from my game.
1: Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah, <and down laughs> just keep that moving. That's yeah. it. That's it.
0: <laughs> just keep going. Again, I think I think the. the first good patch not the maybe the patch everyone wanted but the whole like we take players feedback seriously when we are working to improve the game feels good Uh, i hope that that's the case i hope we get another update i guess we'll we'll see and we'll see how well it does for christmas and whether you know it doesn't matter that it's broken to some people they're still gonna buy it i mean i feel like that's just A common theme in all video games of the last five years of, like, every Bethesda game is incredibly broken. Look at a game like Cyberpunk, incredibly broken. Look at how bad No Man's Sky got reviewed and it still sold incredibly well. Like I feel like sometimes players think, like, oh, bad reviews stop game sales and... If people yeah, I mean, are like, I want this game, they're like, I don't trust the review. I, I, I need to see it. But that's how I was with No Man's Sky. Like, I was in the store and Irene was like, I really want No Man's Sky. And I was like, yeah, it, look, it got so many bad reviews. And she was like, I want it. And I was like, all right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, I think with Pokemon, it's like you have the fans, right? And you're, they're going to buy the game, whether it's bad or not. You know, I mean, you have people like us who obviously like, I don't know. I bought both of them. Like, you know, it's like, so they got it twice from me. And uh, I think with the reviews and everything, yeah, I I think it would definitely benefit them, obviously, to get this fixed or at least somewhat fixed before Christmas, because you're going to get it in the hands of a lot more people, and then they're all going to be just as disappointed as we all were on November 18th when we booted up the game. Um, But I don't know that they'll be able to do that by... What is that? Two weeks from now? Three weeks from now? Yeah. So, I don't know. But if they could incrementally make things better, they don't need to like. I think a lot of people will be okay knowing they're fixing things, and if it doesn't all happen at the same time, like people will be okay as long as they see progress uh, or okay enough to be to to believe that they're gonna fix it overall. But um, I don't see that happening in the next couple weeks.
2: The announcement helps for believing that they will fix it, but. It's hard to see that happening before the holidays.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I
0: would I I don't know how hard it is to develop a game. (laughs) I would assume that like making Pokemon's eyes go to sleep during a battle is 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 probably an easier update to push than (laughs) (laughs) trying to fix the frame rate of an open world game. (laughs) (laughs) So I, I don't I don't think that like they were like, let's do all the easy stuff first and then work on the frame rate. I'm sure it's been being worked on, right? Like, you just, that's in a different patch that they're going to push, and it's just not ready yet, so. Okay, so uh, I think a common, I think a common complaint in Pokemon games for the last couple of years is the lack of uh, voice acting. There are some people very adamant for voice acting. There are some people that don't care about voice acting. I I was a, I think it's been said on this podcast, I was a um, really big Destiny player and what always struck me to be really weird is in the Destiny community, everyone was always mad that like your character didn't speak and everyone else in the game spoke and it like never bothered me because I was just like, my character is me, I'm just standing here, just give me the information, I'm going to do the thing. And then people got really excited when like your personal character finally spoke um, and I think they had, like, one voice for it. And I was like, yeah, I guess that's fine. But people were adamant about it, uh, about that. Uh, I think some people really liked that there was, I think, Zelda. I'm pretty sure Zelda and a couple other characters in Breath of the Wild finally, like, spoke. They had, like, voice v- voice acting. Yes. And I was like... A little. I... This doesn't make the game any more enjoyable for me. I, 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 I totally get that some people like loved it or were really excited. I just, I just don't care. All I'm saying is I'm in the camp that I personally don't really care mm-hmm. that much. Uh, I do think during the peers thing and sword and shield, I think that was the first point where I was like, yeah, this is really awkward because you, you made a singer. And I think the only reason it, it came off awkward is because I felt like they did it pretty okay in black, black to white too. Like I think Roxy's gym felt better as a musical venue than Pierce's area, maybe because like they there wasn't like voice acting, but the song that they played like spelled out Pokemon. I don't know if anyone remembers the song from Black Two White Two. Maybe one Too of the long
2: better. Too <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> But um, this got mis misquoted, of course. Uh, so I think the one of the things that drive me crazy with certain Pokemon fans, or m- maybe they're not actually Pokemon fans, is they, they'll they'll crop certain like interviews to make it seem way worse than it is. Uh, so the the, <laughs> yeah. the crop here, I'll read I'll read the crop. This is from Amori. Amori has been the game director for the last couple games. Uh, pretty much, Amori took charge when Masuda took a step back. We've talked about this before. Um, uh, so Amori's quote was but but the other reason is uh it, the other reason is one of the characters one <laughs> here we go i get the quote <laughs> right but the other reason is one of character image in the sense of when you play a game if you've got a voice on that character that instantly provides to the player an image a feel for that character that they don't generate themselves it's pushed on them from the development side, whereas if we have a really if we have really flavorful text for those characters, but no voice, the players can create their own image of a character as they are playing. It's something uh, we'd really like to encourage as we are creating games. So this is this this is uh, part of the quote. Uh, and the, the tweet is like, look at Game Freak's just lazy. They want you to put the own voice in. That's not the full quote. I have the full quote here. <laughs> but it's like why why are we just pushing that narrative right right.
1: well that's weird that like any quote would start with the other reason like (laughs) it's like wait a second there's clearly like you're missing half of what's going on here (laughs) yep before you know when you're misquoting or not misquoting but like just taking out of context i guess which is i mean that's what the internet's for to take things out of context so uh checks out but I imagine the full quote makes a whole different argument to this.
0: Yeah. And also just this this interview wasn't because of Scarlet and Violet. This interview was a couple years ago, but um, okay.
1: that's important
2: context. That's also, All, important yeah, important also important context,
0: <laughs> right? Uh, I don't think I don't think Amori has spoken recently about Scarlet and Violet. I think the last time Amori really spoke was around the time of Sword and Shield. And then the National Deck stuff, I think, kind of. They kind of put a halt on the interviews there. At that and they were point. like, yeah,
1: never mind. We don't want to talk to you anymore. <laughs>
0: uh, so the whole quote is Amore uh, says there are sort of two main reasons. So first, this is an RPG with a lot of text and we're localizing it and then releasing it in nine different language at the same time. So from a purely practical point of view uh actually getting it organized and carrying out all the voice recordings, the corrections and so on in 9 different languages for release on the same exact day is something that would be incredibly difficult. So it's one of the reasons we haven't chosen to do it. And then the other reason is like the sense of when you play the game, the
1: voice of the character, the, the quote I just said. Right. Big qu- piece of information that was left out <laughs> of that of that quote. I mean that feels like I don't know. I feel like if I saw that entire quote, I'd a little I'd be a little bit more like understanding of it because yeah. when you do read the second half, it's kind of like they're just basically like use your imagination. We're not going to give you the full like yeah the full character uh, logistical first quote, reasons. Yeah, yeah, that first quote definitely makes it a little bit uh I don't know easier to understand or like to sympathize with, I guess, or empathize with.
2: Yeah, the second half of the quote. You know, these characters are going to be voiced in the anime in Pokemon Masters, anyways. Mm-hmm. but the first part the logistical part that at least adds more concrete reasoning
1: yeah for sure
0: there there's a lot of dialogue in pokemon games uh and line, nine languages is a lot i, I don't know I, t- I think of like a triple a game like the last of us which has a lot of cutscenes and a lot of dialogue and i is i i don't know is that game localized nine different times i don't think I think so. I mean, obviously, you can play the game in English. I don't know if you can go in and switch it to Japanese, and then, I don't know. I have no
1: clue. I have no idea. I know, so, like, you were saying earlier, like, Zelda Breath of the Wild, wasn't there? I know people were speedrunning it in German because it would be the quickest for dialogue and for, like, the, the voice stuff was, and so I think it, that was in different languages. I think the voice, there was, but there wasn't a lot of um, voice acting in that game at all if I remember correctly. I think it was just a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, other games have done it, but I just think I'm also not someone who really, like, needs the the voice acting, though, in a video game, uh, especially because kind of weird if they have your character voice acting when it's supposed to be you, like you were saying. Like, it's supposed to be you. So how are they supposed to do that for the millions of people that pick up the game unless they're like, hey, you have, like, you know, 15 different options for voices and then that's just a whole that's then 15 times nine or right that's a whole different problem <laughs> so yeah i mean i'm never think, gonna happen
0: <laughs> i don't know if anyone was like i'm not buying destiny because my character doesn't speak like <laughs> i don't think that was like ever like and that's that, that I, I i'd be curious of like if they're trying to sell more copies and they're trying to prioritize like what they can do new or or what would bring more people to the table. I'm sure voice acting was talked about, but it's like, in the three years in these development cycles, which already seem pretty tight, as as we can tell with Scarlet and Violet, where you know things were missing (laughs) and eyes weren't closing and frame rates bad, it doesn't even seem like if the even if they wanted to, it didn't seem like they had time to. (laughs) Right. I don't don't think there's like like five people sitting at Game Freak being like, "Well, we started the voice acting thing." It just like. (laughs) I don't think anyone over at Game Freaks just like being like, "Well, you know, I was gonna do the voice acting thing, and they didn't uh, i i I reached out to some people, We just didn't like just seems like everyone's busy doing other stuff, yeah again, absolutely. I'm not saying voice acting like i think I think would have benefited some instances of that game, especially one of the gym leaders in Scarlet and Violet. It didn't make or break it for for me um I, I, I totally see where people are coming from. Like, I, I've seen the, like, I'm going to be Ni- Nimona's voice actor, and I'm going to, I've seen it on TikTok, I've seen it on Twitter, of, like, people who, they're very serious about voice acting, they use the Pokemon games, uh, and yeah, they're they're very talented, it's very good, I totally understand, but, like, yeah, it, it, it's not a big selling point for me. Right. But.
1: When was that interview from? Uh, was it, it was, like, a, shortly was after like- Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. Oh, okay. Got it. So, so after a, Let's a Go, but ago. before Sword and Shield.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, like four years ago. Then, yeah, yeah. Wow, oh. yeah. That's I definitely thought that that was recent, more recent than more recent. But yeah, is it Pokemon? I know. Maybe um, even be Zelda. There's a game where you don't talk, and they make they like they make a point of it. They're like, oh, you're you're shy. Oh, you never you never speak. And I can't remember if that was in Breath of the Wild. They did that in Destiny. In, did they do that in Destiny? Were they'd they like, be, they'd they be like,
0: like, oh, not saying anything
1: for yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I always thought that was funny.
2: <laughs> That's also kind of a characteristic of Link in at least most of the Zelda games.
1: Okay, I yeah. Don't I thought remember it was Breath in, of
2: the Wild well enough.
1: Yeah, I think it was in Breath of the Wild where they, they keep like mentioning the fact that you don't speak. Oh, yeah. It's a running
2: yeah. joke at this point.
1: Right, right. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> I know, like, Bravely Default, I think your only language
0: options were, were, your only voice language options were, um, English and Japanese. And I know, I think that was the same for, like, Persona 5, where there's, there's a, there's a, <laughs> the anime crew of, you know, I only want to watch my anime in Japanese. So they do that with their games as well. They'll, like, switch, um, Gosh, I can't remember that dude's name from Persona Five. They want to they want to hear his voice in Japanese the entire time. <laughs> it's, it's blanking on me. I'll I'll figure it out after the break. Um, yeah, uh, more so, I wanted to bring up the voice acting because it was going around as like misinformation of like no, they've they've addressed it before. They've they said it's it's just a lot of work. Um, and if I'm, I've in, in this situation, if I'm picking between frame rate and voice acting, I'm going to pick frame rate myself, but I could understand somebody being like, ah, oh, voice acting is more important. I get it. Yes. More important. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't, I, there I'm were sure very there's few someone people. out there. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there is someone out there. I'm sure you'll get like tweets or something, but I can't imagine. Like, it just feels like performance should be, uh, the, the top level there over, over voice acting. But, uh, no, that's just my, just my opinion.
0: Uh, like I said, like I said, I, I I wouldn't be upset if they put it in. If, for me, it's just not not a selling point. Oh, what do we at here for time? Cool, exactly thirty minutes. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, uh, I went to L.A. for the Ultra Beast the event. Talk about that. There's a new Keldio event that people are upset about, which is fair. Which is fair. We've done this eight dollar dance before. Uh, so <laughs> we will be right back. This podcast is brought to you by Every Plate. Getting weeknight dinners right is easier than ever, of course, with our favorite sponsor, Every Plate, which is America's best value meal kit. Our days are jam-packed. You got to leave,s you got to harvest pumpkins. Every Plate is going to take making a meal off the table for you and make it super easy, and it's going to be cheap. You don't have to spend a lot of money. If you think meal kits are too expensive, think again. Every Plate is twenty five percent cheaper than grocery shopping. And with food prices at grocery stores going up, you can count on every plate to be an absolute great value week after week. Dave, how is your every plate experience going? You think meal kits are too expensive. You have not been to the grocery store. Recently. Yeah, you have not. I spent another $250 last week. I'm pretty sure. People. I remember when a 12 pack of soda was like $3.99. It is like $9. It's a 12 back pack in of soda. Monday. Uh, back in my day, we used to go to the grocery store and a dollar candy bar was a dollar and now it's $2.50. I have not had a bad every plate meal. I say this every time. I have still yet to have a bad every plate meal. And and look, I don't like to cook. I have cooked before. <laughs> but even I was able to make an every plate meal. Um, they're very convenient. They're very easy. It shows up on your doorstep. comes in this nice little fancy box. You put the fancy box in the in the fridge. Then you put the little meat, if you're not using it, into the freezer. And then you get your your little uh, infographics instructions. That's what they're called. Instructions. And, I was like, <laughs> okay. And then you make you make your meals. You're saving money. You're saving time, and you're having some good spicy chicken. Although I haven't seen this place. Oh, they had an option where you could add macaroni and cheese. Like, you could add, like, a bucket of mac and cheese. Did you? I did. It was so good. It was so worth <laughs> it. <laughs> I was very into the mac and cheese.
2: So, you can get your first box for just $1.49 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering the code super effective 149 So, yeah, again, you can get started with Every Plate for just $1.49 per meal on your first box by going to everyplate.com and entering our code super effective 149
0: This podcast is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like having a first aid kit, but not keeping it stocked up. Most of the time, you'll probably be okay. But then what if suddenly you get into a horrible accident and there's nothing in your first aid kit to help? everyone could benefit from a vpn your data is valuable people who hack they they take your data and they sell it and they can make like a thousand dollars a person selling your information to somebody else your emails your pictures your name whatever you put a lot of things on the internet you should protect it there's a bunch of vpn stuff out there but expressvpn is the best It's easy to use. It works on all your devices, your phones, your laptops, your tablets, and more, so you can stay secure on the go. And the main reason we went with ExpressVPN over all of these other brands is because Will has been using ExpressVPN for years. They came to us and they were like, we want to run ads. And we were like, perfect, because (laughs) we actually use your stuff. If you're somebody who travels a lot and you connect to public Wi-Fis like the airport, ExpressVPN might be for you as well. I was at the airport recently, and I was like, "I, there, there's a lot of these Wi-Fi say airport in it, and I actually don't know which one's the real one, but this one's faster than this one, but I'm not sure if it's official. That's when I turned on ExpressVPN, and I felt significantly safer. Secure your online data today by by visiting expressvpn.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t, that is x p r-e-s-s-v-p-n dot com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t and by doing that you can get an extra three months free expressvpn.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t and we are back from our break some pokemon go stuff to to get through here uh i'll Kind of a lot of Pokemon Go stuff. Uh, almost forgot about this. We'll start off with this uh, first, which is the Pokemon Go Tour Hoenn, uh, which I think we all saw coming since they did Kanto <laughs> and Choto. <laughs> uh huh. They like their patterns. And this will be the first time to get Shiny Jirachi. There's like three people listening being like, well, you could actually get Shiny Jirachi and opt Gale of Darkness Coliseum. Kind- yeah, kind of. I mean, <laughs> a little bit. There's a lot of RNG manipulation that needs to happen there for that to work, but <laughs> you do you. No, there was a Shiny Jirachi. There's been two Shiny Jirachi events, I think, that were exclusive to Japan. It was the Tanabata, Tanabana Festival. Tanabata. Yeah, there we go. This is the only <laughs> reason Hannah was here, because I knew that she knew what it was called. <laughs> Perfect.
2: I mean, I don't know I don't actually know if it's right. I just know how to pronounce it.
0: Yes. <laughs> I believe they, they do that festival every single year, but yeah. two of those years they have given out um shiny jirachi. And I think there might have been a shiny jirachi given out in Korea for a specific like opening for a store or something. Um, but this would be America's official, and that's all that matters, right? Everyone only cares about America. This would be America's first shiny Jirachi given. Well, depends on what Niantic considers given.
1: Yeah, given is a is a uh, loosely used there.
0: They are doing this in Vegas uh, at Sunset Park, which I have been told is actually a fantastic park. It's it's it looks like it's south of the airport. Um, and I think the, the, the strip, the, the Vegas strip is like slightly north of the airport. So if you were to uh, wanting to avoid that, it seems very possible to avoid that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and I listened. I think, uh, you know, I was, you know, I've said, I've said that multiple times when I was in Germany or when I was in Seattle and people are like, Oh, how are you playing for multiple days? You know, Niantic did give me, we called it the super ticket. Niantic gave me the super ticket so I could play every day. Um, spoil, uh, maybe I, I, I very privileged. I understand they more shinies, whatever. Um, the whole point of me playing multiple days was like to show people what they're missing, right? Like it was a marketing ploy by Niantic. They want, they okay. want people to see the event, so then they go, "Oh, I want to go to that." Right? You know, if playing eight hours of pogo every day in the sun, walking with a backpack on, isn't the the best way to play. But um, <laughs> you know, some people were like, "I want to play for multiple days." I get it. Uh, like um, when um, somebody in the Slack, their name is Steel. She's really great. She was like, I would love to play multiple days just because I don't want to play the full day. I just want to play a couple hours every day, and I would pay for that experience. Totally understand, right? Like, not everyone wants to just do eight hours super hard on a Saturday. Some people might want to do, like, three hours, take a two-hour break, do another three hours, and then, you know, make up those two hours or whatever the next day. I get it. Niantic is providing you that option (laughs) if you would like to pay for it. (laughs) Of course. So, uh, the, the event is February 18th and 19th in Vegas from 10 to 6. It's, if you buy your ticket now, it's $25. If you wait till, F, if you wait till January 1st, it'll be $30 after that. You get, so, for that $25, even though it says February 18th and 19th, you are only picking one of those days. It's not 25 for both days. It's 25 for one. Mm-hmm. You can add on another day. For $25. <laughs> so, if you would like to play the whole weekend, which Niantic doesn't care, you can give them 50 bucks. Totally up to you if that weekend is worth $50 to you. I know for a lot of Pokemon fans, it is. On top of that, though, do you love raids? Because <laughs> Niantic would like to offer you a $15 add-on, which will get you 8 Teen raid passes 5000 extra experience for each raid completed 6 additional candy for catching pokemon in 5 star raids and 3 additional xl candy for catching pokemon in 5 star raids Bobby how do you feel about this deal would you so, are you are you a raid lover
1: So I, yeah i mean i laugh at this except i know that if i had the like i so, said before i can't go to vegas this time cuz i'm going to be somewhere else that weekend but if i could i would probably buy all of these things <laughs>
2: <laughs> so. it gets up to $80 or something like that well yeah, you know,
1: going to Vegas there's a lot of other places in Vegas I could spend $80 that would be a lot yeah. worse than Pokemon Go so that's true that's true you know
0: Hannah would We're you pay through- for the $15 raid lover
2: I hmm, if I was there in person I probably would
1: exactly <laughs> I think that's
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that going there in person $15 to enhance the experience enough is good. I also like that there is a solid number on how many extra XL candy you get mm-hmm. as opposed to this last event where you could pay for the $5 ticket and it that. said you got extra XL candy and yet, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, I I am one of those people. I paid the $5 for the Hoenn tour, right? Okay, so to mm-hmm. be fair, to be fair... Because I saw this on I saw this on Reddit I saw this on Twitter of people who were like why would you pay for it you get five free raid passes who is doing more than five raids in the three hours and I, I well, me because I, I I can go to Mall of America and there are there are ten to twelve gyms there and every hour those ten to twelve gyms refresh like if I was mm-hmm. to do all of them that would be like thirty raids so. Right. The $5 was like worth it to me because it was cheaper than just buying six raid passes.
1: Right. And that but, makes like, sense.
0: Yeah, if you live in if you live in like a small town that has two gyms, yeah, you're only going to see six raids in the 3 hours. Like I get it, but like for me it was it was worth it. Um I would buy the raid lover as well because if I'm pay if I'm playing 8 hours just for one day i am probably going to do 18 raids assuming that sunset park has a bunch of gyms which i'm sure it does um if people are if, if people are telling me that it's a great place to play i'm assuming it has a lot of gyms and
1: well if they're giving you 18 free raid passes and then they don't have any, like it's like you get there and there's one gym that, that you know i feel like that would not be a good look for niantic so right there yeah. must be some opportunity or they're going to add stuff in for that weekend or something
2: Mm-hmm.
0: If you're an egg enthusiast, for $15, you can get one-fourth the hatch distance, three times the hatch XP, three times the hatch candy, three times the hatch Stardust, and you get an increased chance of 10K eggs from spinning Pokestops and photo discs. Gotta love it. I think Gotta love that it. this one is a complete ripoff.
2: Yeah.
1: But you do, anyway. do, do it anyway. I wouldn't do this one. I don't
2: know if I'd do this no, one. I would
1: totally still do <laughs> I mean, it.
0: Bobby is a sucker for incubators. <laughs> they're, they're the biggest scam in Pogo.
1: <laughs> they are the biggest scam in Pogo. That is true. And yet I still buy them when the events pop up where it's like, oh, less distance to hatch? Of course I need to buy some incubators.
2: Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. <laughs> I did recently for the whole Noibat thing. Uh, I wanted a shiny Noibat. I didn't get one. I got a bunch Damn. of non-shiny Noibat. Um, yep. But oh, sometimes, especially... <laughs> when- <laughs> sometimes when there- when there's lowered uh, hatch distance, I will just walk a whole bunch with my one free incubator and get as much as I can out of that. I don't know if I would pay for something to just do that because you really have to add the incubators to make it worth it.
0: If the egg enthusiast came with, like, even if it came with, like, three incubators, I feel like it would be a slightly better deal. But, like, yep. I, I don't know who, who. there's always one person out there. I know, I know. But I don't know who is buying the egg enthusiast but not buying incubators. Because it feels like if if you're just using your free incubator and then you're paying $15, I feel like you're literally throwing away money. Yeah, you're just not definitely... hatching enough.
1: I definitely missed the fact here. I'm looking at the just on the website. Like I definitely missed the fact that they're they're not giving you any incubators for this.
0: Yeah, no, they're not.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's awful. And I'd still do it. So
0: (laughs) (laughs) more people than not would rather just take fifteen dollars, give me some incubators, and then like remove the like hatch candy or remove the stardust. Like I feel like if you're a hatch enthusiast or an egg enthusiast. You would want to hatch as many as possible, and this is literally just giving you bonuses. Of ha- uh, like you're the, still required to buy the incubators. The
1: mm-hmm. correct term, Steve, is egg-thusiast. egg enthusiast. <laughs> egg, my All mistake. Right? How dare? How dare?
0: Okay, so if you if you if you if you want to play both days, you do the early bird. You're saving five dollars twenty five. You add on the second day another twenty five. You add on both of these. You are looking at Eighty dollars in Pogo for the weekend, Um, and that is not extra rate passes. That is not star pieces. That is not lucky eggs. That is
2: that is and that's
1: most likely just Gen Three. Also, if you think about that, right? Because it's the Hoenn tour, Mm -hmm. so you're paying eighty dollars for Hoen,
2: and probably not all of it. And
1: (laughs) Uh, yeah, you're looking for Keckleon, probably
0: not. So do we do we think they're going to do Keckleon here?
1: No. I am
2: pretty certain there was a part of the website that said something along the lines of "catch no. all of the Pokemon in Hoenn," and then they changed it
1: to most. To most, right. <laughs> yeah, yep.
2: I am pretty convinced Kecleon is not coming. Yep, <laughs> which Same. is a shame because I was I was kind of relying on that platinum medal
0: for Same. for the <laughs> level up. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. I think this is a cool way to do Primal Groudon and Kyogre. I think them debuting at this event is like really uh, makes it feel like a little bit more special instead of just like dropping them uh, out of nowhere. Uh, I think that's like good timing also to have those, those pop up there. There is a worldwide, I keep the, 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 the go tour dot Pokemon go live. It, it, it's such a hard website to navigate. I, i should have pinned the page. Yes. Okay. There yeah. is a global tour, which was very confusing because they're like confusing in the sense that the Canto tour and the Johto tour took place during the pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. And so there wasn't ever an option of a, a, a location to actually go
1: to.
2: I think the Johto tour had a location in Mexico.
0: It oh, was the next right.
1: day, though. Yeah. It was like only on Sunday. It and was it was in uh, Monterey, right?
2: Yeah. Or yeah. Monterey right.
1: for the American people and uh it was supposed to be in three locations but i believe oh yeah two of the locations canceled it yep. because of the because of covid restrictions yes yep i think yeah. you're right think but that was right. only sunday and it wasn't it was like it was sunday and it was canto wasn't it like it was during the jodo tour but the whole point oh, of it, it was, was. cuz you're going yeah, you're back right. to Kanto like you did in oh right 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 right, yep.
0: right 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 yeah. there yeah. was there was some thought put in it just <laughs> yeah yeah.
1: It was something there. It was There's, something there.
0: There was something there. <laughs> this okay. is an
1: improvement, but there was, you know, this is the I like the idea.
0: So, the Pokemon Go Tour Hoenn Global is a global event that will happen on Saturday, the 25th, to Sunday, the 26th, 10 to 6. And from what Niantic told me, that that's free, that you can just do it, which, which is the same for the Kanto and the Johto. It was free. But you were very limited in what you could do in the, the free, right? Like, yeah. you, I could show up at the Mall of America for the Kanto tour, and I could do Tauros and Kangaskhan and, and farfetch Like, I could just... They, mm-hmm. they can't stop me from doing those. They're not going to stop me from giving them dollars to do farfetch Um But I... The things you couldn't do, like, you couldn't get... You didn't well, have, like, the, the, the quest line of, like, collecting them all, which then would have gave you more stuff, like...
1: Well, yeah, I think it led to Shiny Mew back in the Kanto Tour. Yes. Yeah, yeah. the Eventually. Masterwork
2: research is always paid.
1: Yeah, yeah. And also, there was like the increased Shiny chance. Mm-hmm. I think that was a thing in Kanto Tour as well, if you paid. I don't think that was free.
0: Yes. I think the so. increased Shiny chance. Or, well, like, it was you paid, but also you had to turn on an incense, and the incense would give you specific Pokemon that free people didn't see.
1: That as well, was that for the can- yeah? I don't know. That, yeah, was, that either was for tour. That was for a yeah.
2: tour. I think that was just for Gofest last year.
0: Wow, oh. I thought you I could, could only wrong. get like fan p off an incense during the Johto tour. Like he like fan p wouldn't spawn in the wild, and then the other fan p was like so gold, and then like the other one was like yeah. silver. Yeah, silver. That, and that, that was like the version exclusive. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: Yep. Uh, which I haven't talked about version exclusive here, but to be fair, the events like. 90 days away so i'm I'm sure there'll be more details uh but your selling points are shiny jirachi uh new ultra wormhole re whatever uh primals pokemon that couldn't be shiny cannot be shiny like i think gulpin is one of the ones that can't be shiny but will be shiny relicanth would be another one
1: relicanth shiny is so good
0: it is really exciting one uh and they say new features and items check back soon for more info yeah so they're they're not done (laughs) selling this although like look if you're looking i don't if you're looking at this you're probably you've probably made your decision of like i'm going to vegas or i'm not right i think (laughs) 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 like i don't know what else niantic has to do to convince you to go to vegas either you're you're going to go to vegas or you're just going to wait for the the next weekend where the event is global Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna try to go. Uh, I I personally like in person pogo events. I I think they're really great. Um, at least for me, Vegas is I think a pretty cheap. I think for most people in the United States, Vegas is a pretty cheap flight because they want you to go to Vegas and they absolutely they, they get you <laughs> with the other things in Vegas. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how that works out. Speaking of going places, uh, I will full disclosure: Niantic paid for my flight and my hotel. To go out to LA for the Ultra Beast event. I know there was complaints of like, why was this event planned on Thanksgiving weekend? Uh, I just want to remind people that Pokemon Go is a worldwide game. And one country celebrating a holiday doesn't mean all the countries are celebrating a holiday. But they had an event in London and they had an event in LA. And it was good. It was okay. I think if you were, this, what I would say is it was 100% not worth traveling to, uh, like not worth the, the hotel and the flight. But if you were in the area, it was a free event. Um, I don't think Niantic released numbers, but from what one of the security guards said. The
2: real source.
0: <laughs> the real source. That, that when they have events in the, it was the ovation, I think. Um, they mm-hmm. said the, the capacity for the ovation is 4,000 people. They were turning away people, um, at a certain point. It seemed like if you got there at I think the event started at seven. Yeah. And seven, yeah. they started handing out tickets at six. And I think as long as you were you were there at six, you got a ticket. Like they it it didn't seem like people were away uh, I, now I heard different reports in L- uh, London I heard that like so many people in London got turned away and I can't speak to that I wasn't there I can only just read what I read online but it seemed like in LA if you wanted to go to it and you showed up right at 6 to get a ticket you got
1: a ticket well I mean at Thanksgiving right at, yeah at, at, <laughs> the, 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 yeah that makes not a difference having it in London yeah right that that <laughs> so. makes more sense um yeah.
0: tickets were free there were, they had two counters. They had like a north counter and a south counter because the ovation had multiple ways to get into it. You just stood in line. They gave you a little wristband. and Then they gave you a postcard. On the postcard was a QR code. Scanning that QR code gave you an in-game medal. And then it showed then it unlocked the gyms. You could see the gyms um, that were happening. And then there was a little quest line uh, that started before the Ultra Beast thing where it was like... Catch a Pokemon that Cartana um, is weak against, and then you did that, you would get a Pokemon that would be like catch a Pokemon that Celestilo is weak against. So that was kind of like it was oh, it cool. was it was a cute, yeah. And then at the end of that, you got like a free raid pass. Um, I don't know if the ticket, I don't know if you scanning the ticket gave you free raid passes. I'm unsure of that because Niantic personally gave me like ten free raid passes or something before the event started. Um, which they they do time to time. They're like, we want you to make content. So here's a one. okay, okay, thanks. Um, things- <laughs> like I would have bought them anyways, I guess. So the event was pretty straightforward. They uh, right at seven o'clock they had this huge countdown. Um, Nilego came out of the ultra wormhole. They had this projection of like the ultra wormhole on the wall. And what was really <laughs> cool is they actually had the ultra beast music to the ultra beast so they had nylego's music they had buzzwell's music they had cartana's oh, music that's and it was cool. i nice was touch. very yeah. i was very worried it was just going to be like the standard like canto <laughs> yeah. root one music the entire <laughs> time but it was actually the sun and moon music for the ultra beast yeah so each ultra beast lasts about 10 minutes uh lobbies filled instantly obviously there wasn't a single lobby where i wasn't level 20 in there were so many players though and I think this, I think this just kind of goes to show for maybe the hardcore people that think everyone plays this game and everyone's level 40 and everyone has all these Pokemon or care. There were just an overwhelming amount of people in all the raids I went that were like level 22, 23. Like mm-hmm. it was very rare to see like a level 40. Um, I mean, you saw some level 50s, obviously, the hardcore people that probably drove three hours to get there to like play, but just, so many under level 40 people um uh, to be fair some of them did mega so i was like oh yeah i brought your mega great get that extra candy you do you (laughs) but yeah i think i think just to take a step back i think we we you know we just talked about the the hoen tour and for some people pogo is like a once a weekend kind of game where they they boot it up they they play for a little bit and they're very happy and then you know they wait till the next event and not every yeah. event applies to everyone but niantic at least did a good job i I posted on like social media they had like uh people caring like ultra beast are coming like yeah. you know end is near and they were paying these people to like and it was really great because one of the one of the ladies she deserves all, all she i uh, hopefully niantic paid her really well but you know she'd shout at you that ultra beasts are coming and like the world is ending and stuff and then people would like stop and listen and then they would be like she'd be like right up there right up there this way this way to the ultra beast and then she'd be like
2: it's totally free here you go like have a really
0: great time <laughs> like like she was like in character and then like as soon as she was done doing her pitch she would be like hey it starts in like 15 minutes it's totally free like enjoy yourself and like she would push it and they did a really good job at, like, you know, selling out the free event. And it seemed like when I was there, everyone had a great time. Um, the ending was a little lackluster. The final Pokemon that came out was Celestila, which everyone cheered. Again, I think it goes, like, you know, if you were using PokeGenie or whatever those apps are to, like, you know, get the southern hemisphere Pokemon, you you already have Celestila, But, like, people cheered really loud for Celestila 'cause because it's not normally in the northern hemisphere like they were very excited to get it i mean myself included i was like i didn't have time to do that i was i was traveling so i was like i got to see it now but yeah it was it was uh it was a good event um and so i i hope that niantic does like more of that kind of stuff which is just like pick a city totally free if you missed it it's not the end of the world but it's nice for the people that are there locally um or, you know, I would have, I would have probably, you know, if you were an hour or two away, I think it was worth driving to.
1: I mean, I was, t- I am two hours away from Los Angeles and, but that's like, I'm two hours away if there's no traffic and there's never yeah. no traffic in LA. So it was <laughs> going to the be,
2: city
1: that... yeah, it would have been three or four hours, I think, both ways uh, to get there. And it was also the two days after Thanksgiving. So mm-hmm. it was just. You know, was not going to work, but if it was really any other weekend, I probably would have just driven up there to do it. Uh, but yeah, just not the best timing or like I doesn't even it not even that it was on Thanksgiving weekend, but if there was more time to prepare for that, it would have been. So had they told us about it like a month before, you know, or just a little bit of time before to be like, oh, there's this event, like a live in-person event happening in Los Angeles, it have been like, oh, OK, well, I can maybe change some things around since we're like a month out. But it was what? Two weeks? Maybe a week I think they, they gave people like
0: a week's heads up. Which I don't know yeah, if it, that was like, like intentional because they knew they couldn't hold that many people. Maybe. Yeah. Like, I mean oh, that's, that's if, fine. If we give like but, three weeks then, then people are going to plan and book hotels. And uh, yeah. I, I, I'm not 100% sure
1: on, on that. I guess that's true. Maybe they didn't want like. And also flights would have been super. I would imagine flights would be expensive just because of that time. Like Thanksgiving time frame and so maybe they're like we don't want people to like make a bunch of plans to fly out here and stuff for yeah. this or something like that so we'll just make it you know sooner and then people won't like, have as much chance to do that
0: well I, f- I flew out on black friday um and the airport was, that was fun dead completely <laughs> really? dead and then when i flew back on sunday the airport was bussin <laughs> Which makes mm-hmm. sense, right? Like, I don't think a lot of people are flying out the day after Thanksgiving. I think most people are coming in and they're spending the weekend and then they're flying out on free. Sunday. So, but yeah. like, yeah, Black Friday, I've never seen the airport that dead. It was, it was kind of nice, honestly.
2: <laughs> yeah, that sounds kind of nice.
0: <laughs> but that that was like the Twin City Airport. When I got into LAX, like that, I, I'm, I don't think that airport's never not dead. Yeah. Yeah. It's yep. a weird airport too. What is our final bit of news here is, oh, Kel-D, the, right. the Keldio event. Yeah. <laughs> Keep sharp during the <laughs> mythical blade event. Have you heard the sounds of hooves or see a blur gliding across the water recently? Then you might have caught a glimpse of the mythical Pokemon Keldio, the cult Pokemon. Ordinary form Keldio, will be coming to the world of Pokemon Go in a ticketed Special research story event. Regardless of where whether you have a ticket or not, you can enjoy the appearance of the fighting type Pokemon alongside caldeo's arrival. Uh, this will start Tuesday, September sixth, from ten a.m. to Sunday, December eleventh, from eight p.m. for seven ninety nine. Niantic likes this price a lot. They do. You will be able to pick up an exclusive special research, something extraordinary during the weekend. Spark is taking a picture by the waterfront, but what could it be? Uh, yeah, it's blurry, Keldeo. Uh, tickets will be available <laughs> during the special research leading up to an encounter with Keldeo in ordinary form from Tuesday to Sunday. Ticket holders will gain access to a special research story. Uh, to receive the research, you must open Pokemon Go at some point between sun- Saturday, December 10th and Sunday, December 11th. After you receive the special research, you can complete it at every- any time. So, for $7.99, you're getting a t-shirt in the game, not a real-life t-shirt, in-game t-shirt. You're getting 14 rare candy. Look, I talk to Niantic employees all the time. I don't know who is over there deciding exactly how much (laughs) rare candy somebody should be getting for a a price. Uh, You're getting 12 silver pin apps. You're getting two incubators, two super incubators, two incense various water-type and fighting-type encounters, and more. And then you're getting Keldeo. So your ticket will also give you increased Incense encounters for ticket holders. The following Pokemon will ex- will appear more frequently. Machop, Hitmonlee, Hitmonchan, Top, Beldum, Timepole, and A uh, Krabrawler is de- debuting.
1: Um. <laughs> I love Krabrawler. I'm actually... Quite excited about Corvaller debuting. About time.
0: And they're giving, uh, they're giving, um, Terrakion and Verizian, Viriz- uh, special new moves, right? They're giving them. Oh, it says featured attack. I don't think they're. Oh, sacred sword, sacred sword. Yeah, to scroll down. Um, and there will be a collection challenge to do. Uh, so that's that's the event. So it seems like you you can buy the event on Tuesday. But you have to log in on Saturday or Sunday to like start the Keldeo quest line.
1: This was Victini all over again, right? Wasn't that a <laughs> Victini thing as well?
0: That was any, yeah. That was the GoFest thing cause that Will, Will
1: didn't. Will didn't open up his app or something and yes. missed because Will was his at Victini a wedding, research. so he yeah. bought
0: the Go. He bought the GoFest ticket. He was at a wedding. He didn't open his app, therefore he never got Victini. Yeah, I. This might be I don't think this is the first time they said you need to open your app in order to get the thing. This might be the second or third time, but like
1: it, it's always I think Celebi was like that as well. Spirit has been like that in the past for Halloween stuff. Like mm-hmm. must a open your app the seasonal to get Yeah, you have to open it to start to like kick off the the research. Which is mm-hmm. a really weird uh, whatever they're doing there to make it so that they open something up and then they must close it, but it's just weird to spend money and then I guess it makes sense, right? If you spend money on a movie and you don't go to see the movie when the movie starts, you're gonna miss the movie. I yeah. I, I get it, but it's I, just I don't, yeah, that logic weird. is
0: good. I mean, <laughs> you just like, you, it, yeah, I mean, you buy a battle pass in Fortnite and then you decide not to play it. You, you don't get it. It just it doesn't make it any better, right? You gave them the money. Right. It just does kind of yeah. suck. Here's the question that I have, though, Hannah. Did you buy the 7.99 Mr. Mime event?
2: I did not. Oh, okay. I definitely did not. Not that one. You did though.
0: I <laughs> I did. I did. I bought I it cuz think... I really liked the pose, honestly. And so See,
2: and I I do like poses.
0: Yeah. And I thought, <laughs> you know, the pose poses by itself for 5 bucks. I do really like the Mr. Mime pose. I was like, "Ah, to me." And I think I think I remember that episode where Greg was like I would never use any of the items, so it's not mm. worth it to me. And I was like, well, I want the pose, so that's $5 on its own. Or mm. would be $5. I'm doing air quotes for the audio podcast. <laughs> and I was like, all these items are way more than $5, and I'm going to use all of those items. So to me, it was worth it. If it, I, I didn't care about Mr. Mime. He was just like, oh, I got
1: Mr. Mime, cool.
0: <laughs> Bobby, I think, Come paid on. the seven ninety nine.
1: Of course I paid the 799. <laughs> you know me at all?
2: <laughs> I'm the one who didn't.
0: Wait, are you more willing Hannah to pay the 799 for Keldio or is this is this a no deal for you? Maybe if it was 15 rare candy, not 14.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I I want to say that it was an ethical decision that I didn't want to pay the the money for the Mr. Mime, but most of it was just that I don't like the Mr. Mime. So mm. and I do like Keldio. And I I think that I probably will pay for this one. I also like that there are incubators in there. Um, there are when it feels like a little nice extra bonus. I like getting oh, yeah. them. I'm not yeah. usually one to buy them specifically, but you could hold on them on, of on of the for Caldeo, the egg
0: enthusiast. Then you can give them fifteen dollars, and then <laughs> there
2: you go. <laughs> I could if I was going. I don't know if I will. Um. The Keldeo and the shirt, even though it's not a shirt that I will probably wear, I do like having the items in game. I cl- I change my Avatar's clothing a bunch. Um and the incubators. Those three things I like. And Keldeo's a nice Pokemon.
0: Yeah, I like Keldeo. Um <laughs> I, I I know I'm in this weird camp where I I Okay so I have to like lay this out. There are people on Facebook or eBay that just sell like hacked Pokémon, right? Like if you want a shiny Charizard in Sword and Shield, you can you can pay somebody on eBay like 2 bucks. They made it in like PK hex right? They made it in like some sort of external program. They duplicate them, they just sell them. Clearly it works, right? Like you go to these eBay profiles and they have like 8,000 things sold and it's like, well, just do the math. You sold 8,000 pokemon for two bucks each clearly you're making money mm-hmm. um i would never in a million years buy a shiny Char- pk hex charizard for two dollars on ebay somebody out there is <laughs> doing that there's also uh facebook groups dedicated to this right there are there are discords and facebook groups dedicated to also selling shiny pokemon it's why you know when you were in sword and shield or, or other games before you get wonder traded a shiny pokemon it says uh PokemonName.com, right? Like, like they want you to go to that website, and then when you get there, you realize they're selling Pokemon. I think Pokemon Go has definitely become a pay-for-this-Pokemon experience, and I don't necessarily know if Niantic wanted it to go that way, but that's what it is now, right? You pay a dollar, you get the Pokemon in the raid, you pay $20, hopefully you get the shiny Pokemon in the raid. That being said, I, I clearly say not going to pay $2 for shiny Charizard from eBay, but I have paid for Pokemon in the sense of like this Pokemon was only in Japan. This Japanese person has a code card. I am mm-hmm. paying for the code card to then redeem the Pokemon in game. Like there was yep. for when BDSP and Pokemon legends launched. If you went to a specific Pokemon center, can't remember which one it was. You could get a Piplup for both BDSP and Legends. It was a little code card. It came with two codes, one for BDSP, one for Legends. Um, all you had to do was walk into the Pokemon Center, buy one thing or whatever. They give you the code card to celebrate the opening of that Pokemon Center. And there was a bunch of those on eBay. And I bought one. It was, I think it was like 15 bucks. And they mailed me I, I somewhere on my desk. They mailed me the code card. I opened it up. I scratched it off. I redeemed both ones. And I, I have paid for Pokemon before, right? I paid for two Piplups. They, all they have is little ribbons. I think they're, they're, they're fine, though. I like them a lot. They go, they go in my collection in Pokemon Home. I'm very into it. So I have paid for Pokemon. Am I, uh, are those good decisions? No, of course not. I don't think they are, but I, they make me happy. I think the deal here is bad. I think $7.99 for what you're getting is actually a bad deal. I don't know what makes that deal a little bit better for me. I don't know if it was m- like more rare candy or, or, or more. Maybe if there were some lucky eggs or maybe if there's some star pieces. I just, I look at the Sounds list. like of,
2: if there was a pose. Yeah, if there
0: was a pose, there was a pose definitely. It, yeah. There was a pose, definitely. <laughs> I just feel like the $7.99 isn't getting you enough. That being said, I want an extra Keldio. <laughs> For my collection, I'm like I'm thinking of my Pokemon home collection of just like having an extra Keldio, right? Like, mm-hmm. but, but but it's weird though because like I think it's a bad deal, but I but I'm a Keldio will do it. What is free. wrong with me? This is something I need to bring up in therapy. <laughs> like, look, therapist, <laughs> I see that this is a bad deal, but I I I, I want the I still want the Keldio.
2: But if you, you want you every ex- legitimate Pokemon,
0: yes. I mean, that's true.
2: That's that's the difference there.
1: It's also, the items also are worth more than $8. I mean, in the pricing that Niantic has put that out there <laughs> now, right? Like, you know, so I mean, like, if you showed your therapist the math, they'd be like, oh, well, that makes sense. <laughs> they'd be it's-
0: like, does this bring you joy? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they
2: would.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I, I think the Keldeo will be free later, though. I mean. Oh, yeah. It's not like if you don't buy Keldeo right now, you will never get Keldeo in Pokemon Go. Right. You it know, I mean, every those... mythical has eventually been free.
2: Yeah, it might end up in the, what are they at this point? Elite raids?
1: Maybe they could. or But I think that a research will eventually happen for Keldeo that, will, that everybody will be able to do. Um,
2: You'd hope so. Has there <laughs> been one for Regigigas? I, yeah,
1: Reggie. Well, no, that was it. Was ex raids right before yeah. they stopped doing ex raids? Was Regigigas Gigas? Yeah. Um, I think
2: that you could pay for Reggie Gigas through some sort of research, and then they did the ex raids as well. But that Regigigas
1: Gigas, yes. I that don't that think, was seven yeah. ninety
0: nine. But it was an actual yeah. like event. Yeah, like it was. It was yeah. like a. It was almost like a raid day where you got like. Didn't you get like ten raid passes, and then at the end you got Reggie Gigas and?
1: Yeah, because you had to take pictures of reg ice and reggie rock and reggie steel and you, there was a whole thing to it when you had to catch them and everything um but yeah well then reggie came back at some point because you could get a shiny one yeah i think it came back in regular raids it did come back okay. in regular raids at one point because yeah okay. the shiny one was is available is in the game as well
2: i had forgotten about that yeah it's weird
0: because like you have events that are bad like, I think this event is, I, I think, I think a lot of people agree that the Mr. Mime event was bad, right? I think that was, that was, and then you have events that are completely like really good. Like, they just gave us a shiny Celebi at one point for Christmas, right? It was, it was like three quest lines, and at the end, you got shiny Celebi, and you, d- you didn't have to do any work. Yeah, but they tied that
1: to the movie, right? They yeah. tied that to the, the <laughs> it's still,
0: movie. It's still, it's still an event uh, yeah. that people experience, right? Like, it's like, what, like, if, if you're not listening to a Pokemon podcast and you're just, opening up pokemon go twice a month and you're like well this this thing this weekend gave me a shiny celebi and you open it up and you're like oh i want this pony pokemon oh why it's not even shiny why am i paying eight bucks for it and that's fine that's fine some (laughs) some 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 events are ticketed some are not i i don't think we're arguing that i just i just think that for the 7.99 you're not really getting a lot here
1: is there any other way right now legitimately to get a Keldeo in the Pokemon universe,
0: the Sword and Shield like, DLC. Oh,
1: right, right,
0: right. So That's you right. have to it's spend $40. sixty dollars, and then you have to spend another thirty dollars, <laughs> and you have to play, mm-hmm. like, well, a <laughs> bunch. Like, I'm pretty sure you could probably get to it pretty fast because I don't. No, you you do have to beat Leon. Because I don't think the Swords of Justice spawn until Leah, until you catch Calyrex. Like, I don't think the Swords of Justice okay. are there until Calyrex is caught. Because right. Peony needs to move from one place to another. And he has to say, like, oh, I see footprints or whatever. Is it? It's either mm-hmm. Peony or Sonya. Somebody has to tell you that there's footprints. And then you got to find the footprints. And then you got to... If anyone doesn't know, by the way, you can get a Keldeo in, in the DLC of Sword and Shield. This is a thing. It's shiny <laughs> locked. Uh, but you have to follow the footprints in the snow. And then that makes Terrakion, Verizion, Cobalion spawn. You have to catch all three. Then you have to put all three in your party. And then you have to go to like this little pot near the big tree where Zapdos, Articuno, and Voltres spawns. And then Keldeo will spawn. I did have a whole video about this um, on YouTube. <laughs> but you can get a Keldeo. And technically, you can get as many Keldeo as you want, but you would have to do that experience over and over again.
1: And pay $90. So you can get a Keldeo right now for $8 through Pokemon <laughs> Go, or you can spend $90 and get a Keldeo through Sword and Shield. So when you put it in that perspective, I'll take it for 8 bucks.
0: Here's, a, I, here, here's, just, you know, here's a real me. thing I thought about. I went to four targets because I wanted a Mars Shadow Code.
2: Oh.
0: <laughs> and and I went I, I went I went to the Target I always go to and I said, "Hey man, you got that Pokemon code?" And he goes, "We don't have them in yet. We're supposed to get them in later this week." And I was like, "Okay, cool." And then like a couple of days later, I was at another Target. I walked in. I was like, "Hey, you got that Pokemon code?" And she was like, "Nope, we're all out." And I was like, "Okay, that's at least you know what I'm talking about." Then I went back to the original Target a couple of days later. And I was like, hey, you got that Pokemon code? And she was like, I don't work in electronics. I don't know where the guy is. And I was like, okay, I'll wait. And then she was like, oh, he's not coming back for like an hour. And I was like, okay, but do you have the Pokemon code? And she's like, maybe, I don't know where they would be. And I was like, okay. And then she kind of looked around and she was like, I don't know. And I was like, I don't want to wait an hour. And then I went to a different target and I was like, hey, you got that Pokemon code? She's like, nope, we sold out. And I was like, well, at least he... I will get I'll just pay five dollars. Somebody give me the code, I will send you five dollars. I don't want to go to Target anymore. Like I, I, just, I <laughs> There's a certain point where like I don't want to go to GameStop. I don't want to go to Target. I'll just go to eBay. I'll just give somebody five bucks, and they'll send me the piece of paper in the mail. It's fine.:
2: <laughs> I feel like they're more limited than they used to be. I think so too.
0: I felt
1: like they
2: keep running out.
1: They do. Shiny Eternatus was that way as well. I went in there and the person I said, uh, it was GameStop for Shiny Eternatus and walked in, said, hey, you know, have that code. And surprisingly, the GameStop that I go to that's near my house is actually wonderful. Like I walk in there, the people they kind of know me now because I've been going in there to buy cards and like get the codes and stuff. And so they're like real talkative. They're, you know, we're just we chat for a bit. It's kind of empty all the time, which is. Bad for them, but great for me. Uh mm-hmm. And so I went in there and was like, hey, can I get a code for Eternatus? Yep, that's fine. I said, okay, I have both, Sword and Shield. Can I get a second one? And she literally picked up the stack. This was day one. And she was like, I have like six codes for for the whole thing. So she's like, no, I can't give you a second code. It was just like, wow. It's like, wild. Yeah, it was just so limited. Well, it was so weird.
0: I went to... What what was the last what was the event that happened when Chinese Turnus came out? It was it was a it was a community day, wasn't it? It because I went to I a so. I went to a park mm-hmm. with Greg and Will. It was like rock and roll of community day or it was some community day.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: And it was it was that community day and then Shiny Turnus came out. Great. So I went I went to a park that because it was nice outside, didn't go to Mall America, went to a park. We played it, we did it. And then I when I was leaving the park, I had typed in GameStop. And I was like, oh, cool. There's a GameStop like five minutes driving from the park. Never. I'm, I'm not out here. Like I'm not in this area ever. I went to the GameStop, walked inside, got two codes. He was really cool. And then I left. And the next day I was at Mall of America. So Sunday I was at Mall of America and I was like, oh, I'm going to walk in and get more codes. Right. Because like I know people in our community, they not near GameStop. I'm going to get codes to give to people that listen to the show. And I walked in and I was like, hey, can I get a code for Eternatus? And they were like, we, well, we don't have any more codes. They were like, yesterday was community day at Mall of America and people came in and they got codes. And we, we won't have any more codes for the entire thing. And I was like, can you print me a code out on the receipt? I used to work at GameStop. This was a thing we could do. You my- did it.
2: For the, for the Growlithe distribution when Arceus came out. Mm-hmm. they did that at the GameStop I went to they printed it out they weren't actually able to print out individual ones for people but they just had a sheet of codes
0: yeah yeah I could go into the system when I worked at GameStop and I could print out like a hundred codes at once on this huge receipt paper yeah and then you would just like take a scissors you would just cut them and hand it to the person and I was like can't you guys print them out and she was like we, we can only do that for certain events we can't do it for this event and I was like okay I was like I maybe you're lying to me but she was, but like, yeah, like the Growlithe event wasn't that long ago. <laughs> it was like earlier this less year, less than a year ago.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. she
0: was like, "Yeah, we can't print any out for this one." And I was like, "Oh, okay, I guess." Years. But like to run out of codes, like I, I get it. Mall America, Mall America is very busy. It was Community Day. You're bringing Pokemon fans to Mall America. Totally understand, but like, dang, first day we're already out of codes. Like that sucks. It's
1: not great. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand, especially because when that when they announced Shiny Eternatus, they didn't announce it for everywhere, right? It was like they Mm -hmm. announced it for America, I think maybe Canada and Australia, I wanna say, but they didn't the EU, they didn't announce it for that. And so everyone like in the Slack chat was like, Oh, let's, you know, figure out trading. We can trade you the those Marshadow and stuff codes, you trade us the shiny Eternatus. And then recently they I think they did the whole uh I forget which country it is where they do email instead of like having to go get a code. You can just sign up for a thing and they'll it's send you an like email usually like France with it. or Germany. Yeah, something like that. Um, but they did that for Eternatus. So it's like, okay, well, if you guys can do that, then why did you make it so limited? No, but I hate the
0: email thing too because like I never got the email for
1: Zerud. You're never going to let that go.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, well, make sure you have marketing turned on. It was like, no, I I got the three emails the day before Zerud that you send out, and I got the two emails the day after Zerud. I, I have the, all the checkboxes checked. I have everything. Yep.
1: I mean, I feel you on that. I still am missing the Year of Legends, Reggie Gigas, and Heatran, because it was the newsletter. It was the one month of that like thing where it was the newsletter, and they never sent me a thing for those, and <laughs> I'm still super... Bitter because of the only two of the legends of the year of legends that I don't have in the cherish balls.
0: The end of this conversation is I think the Caldeo is a ripoff, but I will pay it because I would rather just not miss it. There you go. That is, it so is at the mindset. very
2: least guaranteed.
0: I just, yeah, yeah, I just don't want to go to any more targets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I think that that wraps up today's show. Uh, Hannah, you'll have to send me what Twitter you would like. I'll put it in the, the little thing that pops up on the YouTube video. That's
2: um, good. I am Hannah's pixels pretty much everywhere.
0: Perfect. And then Bobby has a dot somewhere, or not a dot somewhere.
1: I can't help it. The Instagram <laughs> won't take the person down who has one post seven years ago and has like 12 followers that has no dot. Really annoying. But Pokemon Snap's pretty much everywhere. If you look that up, you'll find me.
0: Uh, if you want to follow the podcast on YouTube, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, PKMNCAST. Uh, I'll be streaming all week. Uh, Scarlet and Violet. I think the only days I'm not going to be streaming going into the rest of the year is probably on like Wednesdays are probably going to be my day off. Uh, there still will be two more mini episodes of Super Picnic Club uh, on the December eighth. Should be the the gym leaders and the Elite Four, and then on. December 9th should be Area 0. Um, so those mini-episodes should go up. I'll still be streaming on Twitch all this week uh, for just completing my Pokédex. We didn't talk about Charizard! Oh my gosh, we made it 90 <laughs> minutes while I was talking about Charizard. Uh, here, here's my summary. It was way easier than everyone expected. But I think it's because people planned for it.
1: Right. I mean, I think my highest level Pokémon right now is level about 38, so I got to do a lot of work in the next. When does it come back? The Charizard comes. it come back on the, weekend. the 15th, 15th, 16th,
0: 17th, mm-hmm. 18th. So, okay. So I got like 12 days. Probably we can talk about Charizard next week because I, I think a lot of people weren't even ready this week for Charizard. So
2: yeah, I had planned to do a one and done and then was not able to get a good Pokemon up to the right level for it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. So we'll talk, we'll talk about Charizard next week. Uh, I think we need to talk about how people don't understand. How terrestrializing works, because yeah. uh, I saw a bunch of people bring a water type Pokemon to a fairy sorry, a psychic Dragon. talent flame, and I was oh. like, Oh, it's not fire anymore, it's it's psychic now. Like, I think that's the I the little that is, symbol up there, it's a psychic.
1: I think that is a little bit of a hard thing for people to grasp because then they want to bring what is uh strong against psychic, but like that talent flame may still have fire moves. So yeah. it's like, then you got to worry about, you know, I mean, obviously there's a little bit more strategy to it when you add in that the uh, type changes. Also, some people just still don't know how type change how types really work <laughs> against each other other than yeah. the very obvious ones. So I, I get that, but. Um, yeah, I, I, it's only been like two weeks that the game's been out. Three weeks. You know, give people a little Hop time with this was giant right change. the
0: entire time. Hop was trying to teach us about type weakness. And people were like, ah, Hop keeps bothering me. Hop talks too much. Now, y'all didn't learn your lesson. Y'all, they prepped us for this. Y'all didn't learn your lesson. Hop knew what was happening. He knew about type they weaknesses. they didn't put
2: it in the school. They didn't put it in the school. They mention it. They say that type weaknesses exist. They ask if you know it. They don't teach it.
1: Everybody probably says Yes. They they think everyone they know everyone it, says they yes. No Everyone's idea.
0: lying. No one knows how these type weaknesses work. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about Charizard next week. Uh, but otherwise, hey, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, tell me if you're going to buy the Keldio ticket or not. That'll be the YouTube comments. And then if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, thank you. Uh, if you haven't reviewed us, please do. Spotify has reviews now. Um, so, uh, yeah. Otherwise, we will see you guys next week. This has been another episode uh, of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are... Super effective.
1: Super. Keldeo is not a ripoff. There's a lot of great items in there. It's worth the 7.99. Go buy the ticket.
2: You're not even sponsored by that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just want people to buy. A t- I don't want to be the only one.
2: <laughs> you won't be. I'll be there.
1: Good. Good. <laughs>
0: This podcast is brought to you by Patreon. If you would like to support our show and what we do here, you can head over to patreon.com PKMNCAST. A huge shout out to our producers who support our show, starting with Jessica, Kay, Matthew, Sean, Stephen, Anthony, Brian, Gray, Josh, Casey, Catherine, Bovine, Nate, Ryan, and Stuart. And a huge shout out to our executive producers of Brady and Spencer. Thank you so much for supporting our show. We'll be back next week. If you too would like to support our show, you can head over to patreon.com slash And we will see you guys
2: next time.